Warning, this episode contains depictions of terminal illness, spousal loss, and grief. Please watch at your own discretion. If you need to take a break, please do so. We want to share our stories with you, but understand that they can be heavy and emotional at times. Self-care is encouraged. Greetings, friends, and welcome to the Geek Flag. I'm your host and dungeon master for this evening. How rude. Don't listen to him. I am your host and dungeon master for this evening, TJ. And you are watching another D&D party. Unfortunately, we are down one person tonight as our wonderful paladin, Volkir, decided that a wedding was more important than than playing in D&D with his supposed friends. How dare he? Um... He will have a new character sheet ready for him for the next time <laughs> that he shows up. Anyway. Oh, I haven't had my mic on this whole time. <laughs> no. no. Our last session found our party continuing their descent in the massive tree, Ula's Navel. After finding the stone dais, they continued on until Eslin saw the little girl once again, guiding them into a large, verdant cathedral of crystal intermixed into the roots of the tree. The little girl, who revealed her name to be Aubrielle, was standing in the room, and for the first time, the whole party saw her. She led you through a series of rooms, each one giving you a snapshot of history. The original destruction of Caliban over 400 years ago by the black dragon Morgul, the caustic ruin. You watched as Morgul landed and spat acid over the field, melting friend and foe alike, then shot a gout of acid into one of the immaculate temples in the center of the city. You watched his final battle against Therendir, one of the dragon demigods of legend, and felt Morgul's pain as Therendir dealt their final blow against Morgul. You felt Morgul's malice fester as he waited, biding his time to return from his phylactery now that he had achieved his goal of lichdom, and you felt his rage as he was sealed under the tree once and for all. Once these snapshots had concluded, Aubrielle told you that you must find and defeat the Watcher and offer up what it holds most dear to the tree for it to let you pass. Once you found it, you discovered that this Watcher was an Eidrake that attacked you once you arrived. Though the fight was harrowing, you defeated it with Volkir, your new ally, dealing the final blow by beheading the beast. The eye in its throat sliding out of place and falling out of the creature. Now that the fight is over, we come back to the story where you were deciding if you wished to rest or continue. I know I'm hurt. How is everyone else? I'm hurt. We are short on time. Oh, you should probably you should probably take the rage circle off of Naya. She is. I believe you calm sh- down. You sure you don't want to rage and just attack your party and do my work for me? No thanks. Uh, she would like to rage sleep. Maybe. Ah! <laughs> ah! <laughs> I like it. Oh no. <laughs> Talk uh, about wizards, please make that a feat. <laughs> just intimidates all nearby creatures, and they have to make a wisdom saving throw. It's come even like ten feet. <laughs> Who needs a weapon of warning when you just have a barbarian that except, can rage sleep? Except people who are used to it. That's right. our alarm clock. Just at a random time, she just... Ah! Like, oh, must be sunrise. All right, everyone up. Now, 
excuse, excuse me, to give you guys a little bit of a refresher, uh, you did come through a room on the way to fight the Idrake where there was a small stream running through it and the way the roots were gave you some kind of privacy. Yeah, and you had said the word, the room was peaceful. So we do have a place to stay, but we are also on a time crunch, guys. I don't know what the best thing to do here is. We have some healing, but... I am... I, I have three leveled spells left. Out yeah. of seven. So you only use half your resources. We fine. How many floors do we have? <laughs> I don't know. You guys are just in the first floor of the dungeon. Naya's going to telepathically hear in her head just, ow. <laughs> TJ, oh, uh, what was the uh, word to make the uh, cottage? I forget it. I don't want to look it up because I know it's going to take me a hot minute. I do not remember. Well, while you guys are having this conversation, uh, Rylight takes the wooden uh, sphere out, says the magic word. Don't do it in here. Do it in the other room. You weren't here last time. There's a room where we can rest. Nope. Like yeah, the, the room, room behind that we it. just came from. Yeah, yeah, that's what. I'm, oh, okay. uh, like I'm like what because if I remember correctly, I was towards the entrance because yeah. I kept getting yeah. hit. Yep, you were. Yes, correct. Mm-hmm. So yep. I walked back out and I just went, Whoop! and you guys just hear off in this. Well, you were here last time. Whatever. <laughs> I'm getting my dates mixed up. So cool. as you are discussing, Rylite chucks the uh, Willow's Cottage sphere out into the middle of the room, and a giant cottage just opens up in the middle of the room. So you vote we rest then. You hear two seconds there. Naya says a very unladylike word and stomps into the hut and uh, and goes and lays down and pouts in the corner. What word is that? Can't say. (laughs) (laughs) There's a room we came from a dead end. No. No, we didn't even search anything. No, you guys came through that particular room that uh, had the stream and everything in it, came up in here, fought the Eye Drake and all of its squelchy wonderfulness, and then. Uh, yeah, I wanted to see if there's actually anything in the, where it came from. Like, Don't forget, a long rest for Eslan is a short rest for you guys. So you don't necessarily have to. Are you going to, to go investigate his horde pile? Yeah. All right, go ahead and give me an investigation check. I just need four out. I believe that's. Yeah, six. Okay. You make your way through through the water. It's a little deeper than you anticipated I mean, that's <laughs> initially. The only thing uh, it goes up to about the middle of your stomach. Uh, but, but you get over to this pile of mud and moss it. and so lichen and a few bits of bone from the odd small animal that might have come through here. You don't really find anything of interest in the pile. You were here last time. You weren't here this time before that, right? Thank you. That's why I got confused. We're resting and we're looking at the window in the other direction. And then shut Okay. Oh, nice. Totally like temper tantrum stomping through the house and pouting in the corner. Like she, like, like very... Very out of character for her, but it's happening. Nap time. 
Aslan's finding a nice soft spot and just trancing. Who has advantage against spell effects and being charmed? I think I do. Well, I wait, what charmed. kind of like an uh, check? Or, uh, Will be a wisdom saving throw. Because I only have advantage on intelligence, wisdom, and charisma yes, against me. magic. Okay. I need everybody to give me wisdom saving throws as you settle into your rest. Those that roll at advantage, roll at advantage, please. Can I choose not to? This is too far away. Can we? What did you say? Wisdom? Wisdom. So 22 20. total. Dirty, dirty 20. Not, not that we're already set up, yeah. We can't, we can't break. Seventeen. The joys of having exceptionally average wisdom. I got a net twenty. I got a seventeen. I would nice. like to say I'm glad I got advantage. The first one was four. Oh gosh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Death three to the and wizard. Nineteen. I was like, ooh. Oh. Oh, that was bad. 19 total for me. Okay. <laughs> Dies of 1D heck damage. So. No, that was last time. <laughs> Rhyolite, Naya, and Eslin. You succeed. All of you here a voice worm into your minds. Rest. Stay here. Unless one of your friends is lucky enough to stir you from your repose. With this, I test your resolve. I hate him. Hammer and... Seol, you are content to rest, however long it may be. The rest of you hear this and feel the weight of the magic of suggestion pressing down on you. High, high level magics. But you manage to shake off this desire to lay down and sleep or rest for the coming days. That could have ended badly. Nice try. It's going to take more than that to stop us. And so am I like magically asleep? You are not magically asleep. You are magically compelled to stay there and rest for the next 10 days. Oh. You as well, Seal. Well, I rolled 17. Uh-huh, the DC was 18. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what did you roll? 17. 17. Ooh. Ooh. Body. <coughs> However, conveniently, the voice did give you the loophole of being able to rouse your friends should you succeed in... Uh, 
ignoring his magics. Well, at this point, we're resting anyway. Let them rest, and we'll get them up tomorrow. In eight hours. I'll get them up. Just walks into a corner and just lays down with the. Is the mastiff with me, or did I leave it at the? Ah, uh, we left, left it. it. Okay, I yeah, can't we remember. left the owlbears too. Okay, yep. So I just kind of like snuggle up in a corner, kind of sitting whether, up, sleeping. Whether or not Nivon fi- uh, saved or failed, because I forgot her mini. Um, doesn't matter. She's a cat. She'd probably sleep anyway. Is Nivon back yet? Yeah, she. Yeah, yeah. So she so. said she cast it immediately. Okay, all right. Like I did she not sat down that. and started casting. Yeah. Sorry, he Sayol yes. sat down and started casting. Yes. I did not remember that. Like Angie casting. <laughs> uh, I do have more like Clover Angie in my red bag for. <laughs> if you would like a mini nope, for Navon currently. Yeah, that's gonna take a minute. We'll get it at break. Perfect. So we rest. So you take your rest. Eslin, considering you only need four hours for a long rest, you have got a pretty good judge of time of when when you come out of your meditation. The rest of you, however, that succeeded on this, this is where time begins to feel weird to you. You, you've achieved a long rest. There's no light. There's no indication of how long you've actually been down here. Even you, Eslin, you woke after your four hours. But even you don't really have that good of an understanding of how long they've slept past your meditation. As the So we can hit long rest? Yes. As the three of you finish your rest, uh, Seol and Hammer, you both wake but are content to stay put and relax. I'll just stay in my inanimate state and stand. Alright, so so TJ, uh, my two. Sale just kind of. Did you want to roll for the future? No. Sale just kind of sits there, cross-legged, and petting Nivon. What are your portents? Uh, shit. I don't remember. It was five and thirteen. Five and thirteen. Okay, that's what it was. Please make sure you make a note of that. Yep. Uh, I'm doing that now. It wasn't 18, it was 13. Dumb. Sorry. Meditate for a few minutes before we go. Mm -hmm. Go ahead and give me a wisdom saving throw. Go ahead and give it to me at disadvantage. Yes. Oh, buddy. Buddy. You rolled a 20 and a 5. Oh. So, oh, no. so 25, right? Seven. No. Seven. Oh, that was a nat 20 and a five? Yeah. Oh, that's no. I said, buddy. That's first two rolls of the game, two nat 20s. Mm-hmm. Use all of your luck up now, please. <laughs> Never. Uh, there is something off. 
and you can't seem to shake it. And it is bothering you heavily. Um, for the time being, uh, you are going to roll your perception checks at disadvantage as you're finding it hard to concentrate and pay attention to what you are looking at. We need to go. You're happy to rest. You would rather rest. In fact, you feel such a strong urge to rest. You're willing to just lay down and use Navon as a pillow for the next few days. TJ's there. He just kind of ignores you, keeps bottles, vials, any little, like, small little. Non-magical items in this cottage. That I uh, yeah, use. there's there's like a full set of cookware, a couple of dishes, water yeah. bottles and stuff like that that you huh. can use. It's a but nice they, vacation home. Yeah, there are they are things that have to stay within the cottage, though. Uh, I will take uh, the smallest vial or water bottle I can, say a few magic words, and use my magical tinkering to make the uh, item emit the worst spell or smell in the history of smells and put it right next to him and just go. Oh no. I got you something. Sale, give me a constitution save. Now, do I want him to fail this or pass this? I don't know. I'm going to cover my mouth and nose and head over to Hammer since he's got Sale taken care of and start batting him on the shoulder. Hammer, Hammer, it's time to go. Clank, 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 clank. Oh boy, a seven. I rolled seven. As you are, you on are guard. just about to fall back asleep with your nice, warm, purring, winged cat. Kitty. And suddenly you are met <laughs> with the worst thing that you have ever smelled in your life. If I could put it into words, imagine someone stewing a dead skunk and mixing it with rotten eggs. Oh. And then lighting on fire right next to you. You feel Long your <laughs> You feel your stomach churn and it is all you can do to get up in time to get to the window and retch outside of it. You said the worst thing you've ever smelled and all I thought of was my dog's poop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It does not smell good. Yeah. It's pretty awful. much just imagine that. That's what you're smelling right now. But 10 times worse. Yes. And it's right Bog next to you. Yeah, you, it's all you can do to get away from the smell, lean out the window, and retch into the cavern floor. It's awful. As soon as I see Sale do that, I pick up the vial and walk up. And I just keep following him with it, just right in front of me, holding my breath, trying <laughs> well, not to smell it. As you finish retching, you know what? You give me a constitution save, too, because you're holding it. And when you're not coming, my, I think my head will just turn, look at you, and then just go right back where it was. No, no, wake up. We need to go. We're going to be late. This is the dragon's influence, Hammer. You need to wake up. I need to use better dice because that's really hard. Nine. Clank, 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 clank. Nine. <laughs> so, have you seen you <laughs> that episode of Tom and Jerry where Tom throws up because of castor oil and then it pours into Jerry's mouth and he also runs to the window? What? 
it? <laughs> no, no, I have not, and I never want to visualize that ever again. Okay, well, that's 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 kind of how this is going to go. You feel your own stomach churn as well, and you book it to the window as quickly as you can, the same window that Sayol is retching out of, and retch yourself. Sayol, you feel the dragon's influence disappear. Anything to get rid of that god's awful stench. I hit Riley. <laughs> As soon as I figure out Sayol like, is like, good to go. Head here. <laughs> I take the vial, look at Hammer, and go, well, you're next, and throw it at him. Oh, Can Hammer uh, smell right there? No. <laughs> if he does not wish to smell, Naya. he does not. Uh-huh. I would like a constitution saving throw as the vial of right? said horribleness heads your direction. I would have preferred a high-pitched sound because that would have been worse 14? somehow. Okay, you're fine. Maybe go you that you feel your stomach churn and every ounce of you wants to get that awful smell out of your I'm out going of your senses. to kick it back at Rhyolite and turn around and punch Hammer in the face. <laughs> oh! Dent the metal man! Yeah. <laughs> go ahead and give me an attack. I'm so glad that we're not trying to like persuade our party members to leave. We're just trying violence. I tried persuading. He went back to sleep. As soon we as, woke up and chose violence. As long as standing at the door, looking out and looking in and watching all of this, just going twenty three. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's gonna hit hammer. I won. <laughs> It still hits. How much damage do you do with a punch? An unarmed strike is one plus your strength modifier, unless you have proficiency in unarmed. Uh, proficiency in unarmed fighting, and then it's D four. Does a barbarian? I don't think so. I think monks are the only ones that do. Would I do anything, bro? It's like something waking up. No, okay. It would say. We'll get to that in a moment. It should say in your because that the you should the be spell able to do that unarmed. was cast. I mean, I'm not trying. Was a level seven mass suggestion, so you are heavily under the influence. However, I am trying to hurt him. I need to wake him up. How- I do f- uh, four points of damage. Four points. Four points of damage. You said pain. You're asleep. You said you were shut down. You are shut down. I will say for the sake for the sake of this, for the sake of this, because the loophole was in the wording, for if. Your friends are lucky enough to stir you from your repose. I mean, that was a pretty lucky strike. Yeah. <laughs> I'd roll a 17 to hit you. Anyone uh, want to carry the giant tin man? No. no. <laughs> uh, I would say that oh, you him. feel a giant half-dragon fist connect with the side of your face, and it knocks the influence of the dragon out of your head. You take four points of damage, but you are... Paunch. Awake from the mass suggestion spell. Good morning. It's time to go. And I'll just turn around and flounce away. <laughs> and kick that thing one more time out the door. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I kick it out the door. I, I just want everyone to keep in mind that throughout the day now, occasionally, Sayul is just going to throw glare at, at Rhyolite. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Rhyolite. Get rid of that. I don't think I can. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I don't remember how this magic works. And I just like toss it into the stove, shut it, turn the stove off and go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. go." Uh, Somehow it's getting worse. 
<laughs> as you guys are leaving. If we're like, explodes, go away, I blame you, and I'm throwing you into the fire. <laughs> as soon as we're on off the uh, front porch of this uh, cottage, I say, uh, Lorraine, L-O-R-R-E-N, I don't know how to pronounce that, Lauren, that's the magic word, yeah, to make it go back into the sphere. And I'm holding it at a very arm's length, and I'm holding my breath. I go, someone smell this, please. Someone? No? Shit. Who's going to volunteer? I slowly bring it to me. <laughs> I just ima- I'm sorry. I've just imagined Hammer throwing up, and it's just oil and bolts. Yeah. <laughs> I no, uh, slowly it, it bring doesn't, it to me. It doesn't seem to have a smell. Whether or not it has a smell when it is unfolded. I think I just screwed our house. If you've we'll ruined see. our cottage, we will have words. I mean, I can do it again, so it will smell nicer. It just may smell bad at the start. Mm-hmm. I as just I shove said, it in my bag and go, we're going to forget about that. As I said, away. if that explodes, I'm throwing you in the fire. He pulls it out again. I can make a portable bomb. Later. Did anyone search the crazy dragon beholder creatures things yesterday? I did. There was nothing there, but... I thought he was a bit crazy. crazy, And we have the eye. What? (laughs) I believe it is currently in Volkir's. Did uh, he pick it up? Okay. Uh, We have the eye. Point to him. (laughs) Who pulls it out of his satchel? (laughs) Is that the word of the game tonight? Is black? (laughs) (laughs) This session brought to you by black. Ladies this and gentlemen, the word of today. To you by things black. that disgust people. <laughs> I I goop I stuff. Blah. Okay. Um, <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm over here with if anything smells bad, I I'll will die. Just start stomping off towards the room that we need to use the eye to get through. <laughs> so angry. Um. Naya, be careful stomping as you go off. Seventeen more eye drakes, stronger than <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, if you could see the panic that just entered my players' faces. Okay. <laughs> I throw the my wooden sphere at them are in and my say hairline. the magic word again. <laughs> you... <clears throat> are you just coming back the way that you came through, Naya? Yeah, because I'm assuming that we need to get through this room with that eye. And we didn't really look at the other doors. So she's coming in to kick things around and search. And get to the door. Okay, so you make your way through the southeastern corner back to the room with the stream and everything that I mentioned earlier. Making my way downtown. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Through the western doorway there and down into the building that was very obviously once some sort of Eldrickian home or something to that extent. Uh, back through. Oh, is everyone coming? Because if, if no one's following yeah, no, me, no, I no, would no. stop oh, and wait. Yeah, no. no. Oh, uh, <laughs> we're, we're, we're following. She's not letting you go alone. <laughs> uh, back through the large, empty room. Uh, and into the fourth room that you entered where you had the visions of Morgul. Uh, from here. 
I'm sorry. Every time you say Morgul, I do kind of think of Mordu from Brave. <laughs> Spelled completely differently. I know. Also pronounced differently. I know. But I do But they too. sound similar enough. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. This is not me. Ow. This is not me dissing your naming skills. It is a very cool name. It's just my, my brain is like, Disney. I also just punched my computer and it was very painful for my hand and Yeah, the I watched that. That was depressing. As we are taping this, it is a full moon and boy, is it a full moon with this group tonight. <laughs> oh, yes. All of our weeks have been awful. Shites. We're so we're going to do some old school soul crushing D&D to fix it. Perfect. That's what we're here for. <laughs> the soul-crushing D&D is better than soul-crushing real life. At the beginning of this week. Now I know. I mean, yeah. did you get the text about not being a doppelganger? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, I, I was like, what? And he's like, sorry, wrong person. I was like, whoa, no. Just utter chaos. <sighs> you I are... just got that he was really excited about tonight. Oh, dear. I That's asked him never if I should be sign. concerned. Yes. The DM should always be excited no. about what they created. <laughs> Well, yes, but no. <laughs> you are in the fourth room, uh, the one of the very verdant cathedral-esque rooms that you had the visions of Morgul in. Um, it's when you get in here, Eslin, even in your human form, you catch the scent that led you to the dais uh, once again. It smells sweet again. Mm-hmm. Sleep snore. Then like, take the lead, dear. This Oof. room gives me the heebie-jeebies, but I think we need to be here. Um, the scent begins to trail off towards the doorway to the south. Do you follow it? Yes. Okay. Is this one of the rooms where we saw Therendir in, or was that the last one? No, this is the room where you were in the phylactery as okay. Morgul. I would have stopped in the room where we had seen Therendir and... You have not gone back okay. in there yet. I thought we had. But so. that is the oh, room that is the room that the scent is leading Eslin towards currently. Okay. I was just going to say that when we get there, Naya hasn't had a real chance to process a whole lot and she just kind of stops a little bit in that room reflecting back to what she saw and stands there a little awestruck before moving on. Like realizing that's who she actually saw, and Somebody's knowing that that's her. Somebody's dragon nerd. Knowing that that's her ancestry. Yes. She is. She takes a moment and reflects on what she saw, and tries to recenter a little bit better before moving on. Um. Me too, Nile. <laughs> go ahead and give me a wisdom check. Wisdom check. Yes. Roll. 12, and I think I have a plus two, so it's a 14. Wisdom check to not fangirl? <laughs> no, Too that'd late. be a save. Be really funny, though. Yeah, so um, 14 total. Okay. It takes you a moment, and you kind of space out as you are leaving this room for a moment. But you do manage to find a place of peace knowing that there are people in your bloodline who have done great things for humanity. And it brings you a sense of comfort. Okay. And your disadvantage to perception checks, for the time being at least, is gone. Oh, cool. Okay. 
You are led into the room where you watched Morgul spit acid into the temple, and then north once again to your first viewing of Morgul as he landed on the towers of ancient Caliban. And finally, to the room next to where you found the stone dais. The scent continues on to the northeastern pathway. And as you enter this pathway and continue around this winding, narrow stretch, you do come to a stairwell leading... Well, not a stairwell, a pathway that seems to lead downward. And as you approach, that shimmering, liquid, opalescent light seems to be blocking your path. Volkir, I think it's your turn up here. All right. He rummages around in his satchel. What? And he pulls out the Idrake's eye. Eyeballs. <laughs> the eye floats up and begins to glow red hot and rotates rapidly, rapidly, before flinging rapidly. itself forward. It hits the light, and the light shrieks and roils. And then the barrier itself grows hot, and the eye and the barrier melt away into the floor, revealing the pathway down. However, immediately, an acrid, caustic scent begins to hang lightly in the air, not too dissimilar to the smell when you were having your visions of Morgul. You good? Would that count as damaging the tree? <laughs> Just kind of looks at his own. Aslan's just kind of looking around like, oh no. <laughs> Is it lit? Is it dark? Do we need light? It's about the same uh, level of light as it was when you walked in. It's dimly lit because of glowing flecks of magical radiance, but some of your non-dark vision people may have some issues. Who doesn't have dark vision? Would you like me to go first to you? I can see. Hammer does not have dark vision. Is that it? I'll go first. Pretty much. Bruh. Come with me? Of course. Bruh, you suck. <laughs> I'm kidding. Alright, Eslin is leading with Naya on her heels as close as possible without tripping her down the path. Just push her, like, full on, middle of chest, yeet. solar plexus. I will not yeet the bear's line. Yeet the bear's line. <laughs> yeet the bear. <laughs> Eslin has already been yeeted once. She would not <laughs> she like to really be yeeted did. again. She really did just Sweet. get... That was Eslin a hard can't wall. can't see and no. Hammer can't see? No, just Hammer. I can just see. Just Hammer? You can see? Okay. Eslin's a Do you have hard dark vision? Yeah. I didn't think gnomes had dark vision. Uh, rock gnomes He do. does. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Down you travel. Because my, my other group, the gnome, does not have yep. dark vision. So Different that's why I was confused. Yep. Down you travel. A narrow, winding pathway of roots, soil... And rock. Around 100 feet down, the roots begin to curve back inward towards themselves, almost tulip-like in nature, which can be seen through some of the gaps in the earth and the roots around you. 
Finally, the pathway begins to level out once more, and you take a step into a much more open, yet much smaller floor than the one you came from. Ahead of you is a pathway about 5 feet wide and 25 feet forward. About halfway down that hallway, there's a left turn, while the path turns to the left and right at the end. You catch anything other than that awful acidic smell. Do you want a perception check? Do Give I me smell a perception the, check. The s- everyone, smell? S- everyone smells the uh, caustic smell. However, the sweet smell seems to have dissipated once you reached the pathway down. This is smellist. Uh, Hammer cannot smell. No, he can choose to smell it. I'm not. joking. <laughs> I would do if I could. It's an 11 on the perception check. Okay. Uh, you don't really see anything different here apart from the interior workings of the roots seem to be much more sparse. And you can see through more gaps into other rooms and other pathways uh, much easier than you could in the previous floor. But that's the only real thing that you notice. Oh, I'm a dumb A-word. I take out my lantern and light it. I'm looking at my equipment and I was like, oh, hey, I have a lantern. And I give it to Hammer and I go, here you go, bud. And then I reach down, grab a small little rock. How much does it weigh? Yes. Uh, two pounds. Cute. Uh, and then I look back at him and go, that costs five gold. Don't lose it. Um, but I take a little pebble and I take my small knife. Apparently I got that. I need to look at my equipment. You really Apparently do. I have stuff that I didn't know I had. And I kind of cut my finger open and let the blood soak around the rock. And for the second time today, because I just remembered that artificers can do this, I'll do magic, magical tinkering on the rock to make the rock smell super amazing. It is just the most beautiful smell ever. And then I go up to Sail, not telling him what I'm doing, and just go right under his nose. And just... Does this smell good or bad? It's like the best smell ever. <laughs> Fresh baked cookies. <clears throat> Sugar Tops Bakery. <laughs> <laughs> it smells really good, but I'd appreciate it if you got it out of my nose. It's strong. Oh, well, here you go. Got this for you. You gonna take it or am I just gonna have to hold it? No, you were like super tall, so I'm like on my tippy toes no, I'm walking. Not. I am five nine. You are super tall compared to I am like gnome. two foot three. <laughs> okay, but literally everybody tiny but gnome. you is taller than me. True, tiny true. gnome. I'm. I don't remember the exact height, but I'm pretty sure I'm like two foot six. No, she's two like five three. five. But I just have it held up. Yeah, he 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 takes it. There you go. Anyone else want a nice-smelling rock? No? Okay. I just licked my finger. It's concerningly red. (laughs) 
and still a little <laughs> moist. Spicy. And still a little moist. <laughs> but it smells good. <laughs> Give it to Nivon. <laughs> and that lasts until I just disband it, apparently. It lasts until you decide against it. Or until I go to reuse that spot, because I can only have three objects right. active at a time. Right, right. So I'm pretty sure the cottage still smells like shit right now. You you can't unactive it? I can, but I still don't know this magic. This is still new, new to me. Maybe, maybe I'm it about won't to smell. snap a wizard's neck. <laughs> maybe it won't smell later. Let, let's keep going. Sorry, an art of wizard. Uh, do you take the <laughs> pathway to your left, or do you continue down to the end of the hallway? Naya, what do you think? I'll follow you. I was afraid you were going to say that. <laughs> she just closes her eyes for a moment and then decides that they're heading towards the end of the hallway. Uh, you make your way to the end of the hallway and looking to the left and right, it looks like it does dead end at Roots. So it looks like we go back to the other left. Told you you should have helped me with this. <laughs> Let's go I think back. You did fine. Yeah, right into a wall. Again. <laughs> Fireball. Should stop doing that. Spider form web. Stop firebolding my tree. <laughs> I have to make Kindle somehow. <laughs> Not here if you want to get out of here. Friendly fire is a thing. I will start listening to the next room before okay. we get up there. So there is a little bit of a turn off. It turns, well, since you guys walk to the end of the room, it'll turn to your right and then to the left and then to the right again to go into the next room. Um, immediately, the architecture down here is completely different from what it was in the previous floor. You do see in the middle of this large 55 by 55 foot roughly room four more of those floating lights that you've seen in these previous rooms. However, this almost is unsettling, especially to you, Eslin. This looks like it may have been a courtyard or something at some point. There's ruined buildings ruined structures what looks like the remnants of gardens and groves long petrified and eroded underneath the ground where you guys are there's an exit to the north and there's an exit back the way that you came just above where you guys are as well as to the east and two to the south. Can I try a history check to see if I know what these buildings are? Yes. As the DM remembers that he forgot to draw the maps like he was intending to. Oh boy! That's a 23 on the history check. I rolled an 18 plus 5. 
Uh, if somebody could take those markers right there and draw an 11 by 11 square room on this, that'd be great. I was um, waiting for you to like roll the scroll and reveal nope, the room. No, totally forgot in the, the midst of everything else going on. Okay, so you said 11 by 11? Yep, 11 by 11. Oh, wait, you say 11 by 11 square. That's a rectangle. Guys, this is where the wizard dies. He's already done that twice. I know. <laughs> How do I erase That this? would be it's wet, wet erase. erase. <laughs> there's suffer. a water bottle behind you on the... Uh, oh, there's a spray water bottle. There's a spray water bottle on my computer desk underneath the wet wipes. Or you can just use the wet wipes. Oh, I see it now. Eslan, as you're looking around, there are aspects of this that remind you heavily of the Keeper's Abode and how the Keepers themselves work within Eldrick. These are outbuildings, storage buildings of some kind of homestead that must have been here at one point around a central courtyard. 11 by 11? Yes. They have been down here long enough that they're not really there's not really anything like salvageable here everything's pretty ruined at least in this at least in this general area but again this seems very very homestead like to you sort of know this place. Then what is it? It looks like it was part of our town. This was somebody's home. We're not worrying about doors right now. That's going to essentially be battle map because there are four will-o'-wisps flitting about the room. Can they not? Yeah, I I don't like this. I don't know how this got here, but this is very old of my home here. It looks old. It looks like the house is from above. So how did it get down here? You would know more than any of us. Perhaps the tree over overgrew them. Perhaps, or the trees started here. It's possible. Maybe Sildrian sacrificed everything. That's also possible. This looks as if it could be as old as what you say he is. 
at least a few centuries. Those wisps, wisps are going to come for us if they notice us. I will pull out my axe and shield. They haven't seemed to have noticed you yet. Can we get past them? I'll try to sneak by them. Cast pass without a trace on the party. Okay. On a lantern. Maybe they'll think it's another will o' wisp and leave us alone. Roll a deception check. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, go ahead and give me stealth checks. Plus ten because Plus of pass without a trace. Thirty-one. Fifteen for me and nineteen plus for the cat. Twenty-two. So wait, Naya, you got what? Thirty-one. Hammer, you got what? What did you roll? Did you roll a nat twenty? Plus one, two. Plus ten, twelve. Okay. Twenty-five. How heavy is the gnome? Thank goodness Can I pass without a trace. <laughs> Still not one. Uh, I don't remember how heavy I made myself. Conveniently, these things are too busy flitting around these old ruins to really take notice of any of you. What ways would you like to proceed? There is a pathway to the north, to the east, and two pathways to the south. We're supposed to be going west. We're only on the floor above to find the water. We found that. I don't think. Wait, do you only go through this path again? Already? No, this is no, I new. Thought, uh, I thought we were in a similar kind of room situation. Ish. Yeah. Which one, Which way did we go last time? Was it the I south? Remember. I don't remember. I don't either. I think it was the second south. Let's go towards the second south. It's a better direction than we've got. Okay. Okay. Let's try it. The third south, please. <laughs> So the eighty seventh south. Carefully. I keep forgetting I have lasers over here. Lasers are fun. Uh so you make your way to the second south, which is right here. Okay. There is a little bit of a dip as you make your way through before it comes back around and enters a room identical in size, continuing like it may have been part of the same courtyard. Fallen stones, fallen agate shingles of very familiar size and shape to you, Eslin. 
In the center of this room is a mausoleum. It's beautiful, ornate, though worn by time. It seems very similar to that of the stone dais from the previous floor where it looks like it was melded directly from the ground itself or some material set into the ground. Uh, there's also another doorway to the west and two to the south. Eslin's going to walk up to the mausoleum and put her hand on the wall. It's a little strange. It almost feels warm. Unlike everything else in here has been kind of cold and <coughs> damp, especially the stonework. It's underground. There's water running through here. There's erosion. And this is affected by that erosion. But it feels warm. Comforting, even. It almost like it hums under your touch. Is there any writing on the outside of the mausoleum? Yes. It says... In Sylvan, in your passing I lay you in stone shaped by my own hand. As you were my rock in life, let this stone be my protection for you in death. Rest in the bosom of the ancients, my golden sun, and may you watch over me and our child from your perch of light. Farewell, my dearest Liana. Well, I got the first line of that right now. <laughs> Stupid question. How do you spell mausoleum? M-A-U-S-O-L-E-U-M. Yeah, M-A-S. M-A-U-S-O-L-E-U-M. Mausoleum. Okay, thank you. Would you like me to read the epitaph once more? Yes, please. Slower, maybe? Okay. In your passing, I lay you in stone, shaped by my own hand. That's the line I got. Kay. Cool. As you were my rock in life. Let this stone be my protection for you in death. Be my protection for you in death. Rest in the bosom of the ancients. My golden sun. And may you watch over me and our child. From your perch of light. Farewell, my dearest 
Liana. How do you spell that? L-I-A-N-N-A. It worked once, so Eslin's going to try to commune with it. Both hands on the wall. Um, you feel the magical energy within it react ever so slightly to your touch. But the charm feels very protective in nature. Whatever this is, is not coming from within the mausoleum, but from the mausoleum itself. And as you focus on it and try to commune with it, that becomes more apparent. What's it say? She None does. of us can speak Sylvan but you. She doesn't hear her for a minute. She's focused. You ask your question, Naya, and silence. I'll wait for her. I'm not going to interrupt if she's that focused. Remove the hands. Step back. Close her eyes again for a moment. Get herself back together, centered. Yeah. And then turn to Naya and the party and tell them what it says. We're not going in here. Do not touch this. Leave this as it is. Who's Liana? His wife and their child. This is who the dais was talking about. And there are tears in her eyes. Oh, uh... No, leave the mausoleum alone. No, you guys entered a room that was similar in size and shape to that one. Still part of the same courtyard. The mausoleum was the one mostly untouched structure still in the center of the room. It's surrounded by protection and his love. This was his world. Then we move on. Then we move we on. Eslin Leave it. Sorry. Quickly <laughs> druid crafts a small bouquet of flowers. Okay. And sets it on the mausoleum before she leaves. Okay. And as you do, there's a small flicker of light as the druidic, your druidic magic touches the magic of this mausoleum. And the flowers petrify, becoming as stone with the mausoleum forever there. That's different. As far as <laughs> as far as exits, up here is where you guys came in. Uh, there is another one here. Is this the room that we came from with the Willowis, or is this the same? No, room? this is no. the one that you with guys are monolith. in with the mausoleum. Mausoleum, not monolith. Uh, yeah. There's an exit here and here. Do you want to continue the trend, second south? Yeah, I mean, hasn't led us straight yet. 
Eslin, it's your choice. Why not? Onward. Eslin takes the lead again. Uh, after they all leave the room, Sale finds any, like, dust or dirt, draws a little symbol on his hand, presses it onto the uh, mausoleum, and sets a bead down next to the flowers. Any leftover beads he had from making. And it flashes and joins with the flowers. Going through the doorway... The path immediately takes a turn to the left. 20 feet from this doorway, it turns to the left again and also continues in a straight path. Another 60, 70 or so feet. Are you good with continuing on this way? Yes. Emma, how are you holding up back there? Very good, thank you. Sorry about earlier. Oh, it's all right. It worked. Small scuff on the golden <laughs> jaw. Is it the effect of smacking a hysterical woman? Pretty much. Dex yeah. the robot. <laughs> which I've done before, which we will not discuss. <laughs> no, <laughs> I did you... not smack Sheila. <laughs> I was trying to think. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> You reach the end of this hallway. Have you smacked me? <laughs> I, I was thinking if she'd smacked one of my other characters. No. Continuing on, you reach the end of this hallway and it turns to the left again. And you are met with a break in the path to the left about 20 feet ahead of you. And a break in the path to the right about 20 feet ahead of that. It also continues forward another 100 feet. Is the path going down or up at an angle? No, it's fairly level. Okay, Can so we... we walk, took a left. A lot of lefts. Another left. So now we're heading back towards the Will-O-Wisp and we're taking another left. And we can either take a left and go back pretty so much went, where we came from. You went to the southern entrance. Yep. You took a turn to the east and then a turn to the north. Now you have a path to the west, a path to the north, and a path to the east. One will take us back to the room we just left with the mausoleum, it sounds like. Yes. So, let's not go that way. I say we go west. Wouldn't west take us back? No. uh, West would take you back towards the mausoleum. However, you can see that it's not just a straight line back towards the mausoleum. There was no western... Door, I, I didn't think there was. Okay. Rather. Well, we do have two tiny things we might be able to explore. Do we want to use them? Yeah. And send the custom up to the first room. Okay. Uh, to the first path to the left? Yeah. Okay. Uh, going through. The winding path, uh, the Tresum comes up to another room that seems part of this central courtyard area of this homestead. More broken buildings, but it is definitely a different room with a pathway to the west and the southwest corner and to the east up above you. 
that's all that the Tresum sees. Uh, Nivon will go to a different... Okay. Uh, do you want Nivon to go to... or to continue down the hallway, or go to the room on the right? Uh, how about the right? Okay. Uh, Nivon continues down the path on the right and is met with another large room, though this seems to be part of the cavern surrounding the roots of the tree. There's none of the architecture or anything here, just rock, root, dirt, everything that you would expect in an underground cavern. Um, you do see a pathway to the north and two pathways to the south. Well, Navon does. Uh, Brain lock, hold on. <laughs> you tried turning it off and back on again. <laughs> that would be sleeping. I was going to say, isn't that what we're doing now? We've turned reality off in our infantasy? Uh, Nivon says uh, that she sees um, more rooms to the right if we want to go that way. East. I will sneak down this how past without a trace lasts for an hour, right? Correct. Yep. I will sneak down this way and see what I see this way. The the only way we have left, the All straight right. way. Uh go ahead Wait and here. roll a stealth check. Nineteen, twenty-nine, thirty-four. Thirty-four. Um nice. <coughs> you don't you, you continue on this path. You do see one little ten foot offshoot to the left that just dead ends at more roots. Uh, and continue on and around, and this path also seems to just dead end. It's a dead path. Okay, I will check for anything wonky, and then head back. Okay, go ahead and give me uh, investigation. In case there's a, you know, press this route, like, and the door opens. It's like the end of the mummy. Father, where guide he, my sword. Yeah. <laughs> like at the end of the mummy where he puts the, the bag on the statue and it pulls a lever. Right. So right. then we would be going towards the... If we're still at this fork in the road, we'd be going towards the right. Oh, I see nothing. It is a net one. You see nothing. So to the <laughs> I will left, head back. To the left will take you up to towards the... the first room. Yes. Where you guys came down the stairwell and entered that room. Yep. And skipped the Straight. Wisps. So we don't want to go that way, right? Yeah, no. Straight is the way you just went. And there's, it's a dead end. I come back and tell you all it's a dead end. I snuck back. I snuck down the hall. I walked back like. No yeah. sneaking. Yeah. And the to right. the right is just a large open room that is part of the chasm under the tree. All right, so then. So his way was more architecture. His way was just cavern. Correct. But there's a second south in that room. <laughs> just I start writing this down from the, the get-go. I think we should follow the architecture. Which was towards his way. the left. Hamas oh, way. Uh, I did forget to mention. Of course she did. Um, <laughs> no, in in the room where your familiar went, Hammer, the pathway to the east is a closed door. Like what door? Yes. Absolutely the way Hammer went is where we need to go. <laughs> 
There's actual instructions down here. She's, she's then I think that's the way we should go. Yeah, let's go to the door. Okay. Isn't still a little shook by the mausoleum and the thoughts that are running through her head. She's trying to figure out why it was warm under her hands. Understandable, understandable. And it's kind of racing that maybe this is warm because it knew her because it might be her ancestor. Which is a common thought that she's had since she first saw the little girl. Very. You make your way through the winding path up towards the other room uh, with the courtyard. To the right, it is it is the same size as the room already on the map. Uh, you guys are coming in right here. There's a pathway here. And there is a closed wooden door here. I think we check out It is... There. Yes. It is a solid wooden door. Uh, you can see between the tree roots and everything that are surrounding it. Um, bits of architecture that look similar to that of the buildings in Eldrick currently. However, these seem a little bit more angular and a little less defined. It, it's almost like this is before there was dwarven influence uh, in the architecture of the city. This is the first door down here we've encountered. Everything else has been root archways. This has to be the way to go. Let me check for travels. Roll investigation. Can I help him? Yes. <laughs> Give advantage to Hammer. <laughs> that one both times. No, uh, 22. Ooh. Nice. You do not see any traps. You are positive that there are no traps. I attempt to open it. As you reach forward, your hand grips the doorknob. The door pushes open. Uh, Whatever locking mechanism would have been there seems to have kind of rotted away. Um, However, as you open the door... You don't see what you would expect behind it. You see what appears to be, and Volkir would recognize this. Naya would recognize this. And Hammer, I will say that for some reason you recognize this. No, you would definitely recognize this. There is no for some reason. Ah. You are looking into what appears to be a semi-permanent officer's tent from some kind of war camp. Um, so they'll just like, hey, look, a tent. Walk inside, bro. Well, this is strange. I'll follow you in. As you step in, 
Music change. <laughs> As you step in, you feel almost a shimmer. It's it's hard to explain. It's like there's a tremor that runs through your body. Several green tapestries emblazoned with a symbol, uh, the same symbol Eslin that you recognize as the protective magic sigil set into the ground of Eldric with the streets uh, are on all of these tapestries. An elven man is pacing around a central fire pit in full plate armor. A curved silver sword at his side and a bladed shield leaning against the central fire pit. His silver hair and eyes are painted like flames from the lantern and firelight. His worried expression twists his otherwise handsome face into a parody of what it should be. A tent flap gets pushed to the side and what appears to be a human man enters the room. The elven man looks up, snapping from his thoughts and nearly charges over to the man. Has there been any word? His voice is frantic, panicked even. The man that entered the room frowns and his brow furrows. Sildrian, it's... It's not good. I... We have done what we can, but unless she... His voice trails off and he looks away. Sildrian puts his hand on the man's shoulder. No, no, worry not yourself. If she... If she succumbs, I know you have done all with all of your power. I harbor no blame for you and your healers. The corruption, there's still much we don't know. We can hold the fort here for now if you need us to go. I know you'd regret if you never... If you never got to say goodbye. And he watches the human's heart drops and tears well up in his eyes. Yes, I, I think I will. If anyone asks where I have gone, please tell them not to grieve. She will be away from war and pain, and I will grieve enough for ten thousand. Sildrian pulls the human man into a brief hug, turns and grabs his shield, and packs a few things into a bag and leaves the tent. As he does, the vision crumbles away, and you're standing in a chamber of soil and tree roots. The vision completely gone. Is this what she meant, Aubriel? That we would see it from the hero's perspective now? I think so. Eslin's gonna try and call for Aubriel. Okay. How do you call for her? Give, give me a description. Step <laughs> step away from the party. Still within sight. She's not going off on her own. Put her hands together in kind of a prayer type position. And just from the heart. Aubrielle. I have questions. I need you. Will you come? 
after a moment of silence, you feel small hands clasp yours. I know that you have questions, but there is more for you to see. I will answer all of your questions. Once you are armed with the knowledge that you need. Look down at her. Do we see her? Nobody else sees her. This is an interaction between Eslin and Aubriel. Uh, and you guys probably have absolutely no idea what Eslin is doing. <laughs> I see. <laughs> Where do we go from here? There are three more rooms on this floor in which you must seek the knowledge that they contain. There is one to the north and two to the south. Once you have finished, I will meet you in the final room, for there is still more you must see. Thank you. We'll see you there. Is there anything else I need to know at this moment? As you ask, you get no answer as the feeling of the hands over yours dissipates. Take a moment. Collect herself again. Go back to the party. Did anything happen? Yes. You're right, she's talking to herself. I'll wink at Eslin. <laughs> no, I was talking to Abrielle. I know, dear. She, what did she say? There's a room to the north that we need to go into. Two to the south. It will show us more that we need to know. And she will meet us in the last room to what? answer our questions. Then I say we go north first and get the one door knocked out. Yeah. There is a pathway to the north out of this room. That's in the trust my head. Okay. Excuse me, I need to not burp into my microphone because that is gross. <laughs> uh, the doorway to the north, uh, it's another open path. Uh, and as you turn around and kind of look, now getting the the bearing of the room that you are in, you can see that there is a wall behind you where the door was that you opened, but that is the only thing that remains of what might have been here at one point. Uh, you send your tressim to the next room to the north, and it is a fairly large room, about 25 feet by 35 feet. And there is a pathway to the left in the middle of the western wall and a pathway to the north. In the northwest <laughs> corner. It appears to be clear with another path to the north. Oh, and a path to the southeast corner, to the east. North it is. <laughs> Continue north. Continuing north through this room you're met with another winding pathway 
15 feet forward, 20 feet to the west, 10 feet to the north, before it takes another western turn. Halfway down this hallway is another path to the south, before it continues up into the north. Yep, we're going north. As you follow the path, at the end of it is another door. Check for traps. I shall help again. Roll investigation with advantage again. Yeah. 20, 22. <laughs> this is very deja vu. I just had a sudden game of There are so many. No, there's no traps. That's right. Just say through the gnome through the door. There's traps. Yeet. Yeet the gnome. Fireball. Not no. <laughs> Fireball. The inside of the door. So that's room, like, like we saw, like the vision happened as soon as the door opened. So uh, stepped in. But then when it faded, there was nothing there. Correct. Okay. You you could see essentially the start of the vision, like somebody started a movie and pressed pause. Uh, when you entered it, whatever strange magics that are causing it actually like caused the vision to happen. Okay, I know that's what you're like. Okay. There's like old war memorabilia or something like hanging around. Nope. And as this door opens, you can see the inside of a dimly lit room. And from what you can see, there are a few trays that contain medical instruments, herbs, poultices. You're going to just flat out make me cry tonight, aren't you? I gave you a warning. I know. I push Ashlyn in and follow her. <laughs> you don't have to push her. She's she's getting in that room. Yeah. And once again, this tremor covers your whole body. As you enter, you can see that almost every inch of this room from where you are currently is covered in these medical instruments, herbs, poultices, uh, plants that are growing in pots on tables and on floors that, Eslin, you can identify easily as healing herbs and healing items. Um, at the far end of the room is a bed with a few crafted ointments on a small table to one side, while on the other side, Sildrian sits on a small stool, holding the hand of whomever is laying in the bed. Sildrian is humming, and you can see the silhouette of someone breathing shallowly. Who here besides Eslin speaks Elvish? Me. think just me. Sail. I should probably look at Volkir. Volkir, yeah. Because I believe... Common, Infernal, and Celestial. He might. Yes. Nope. Nope. Celestial, Common, Draconic. It's 
just me. Because divine thought it'd be cool. He just like automatically knew it. I like that. So that's the one that I chose. Makes sense. Oh gosh, I'm shaking. Um, oh dear. <laughs> if the DM is shaking, folks, please get the popcorn ready. <laughs> you hear a weak if the voice. DM is shaking. Run <laughs> from the room. A woman. My silver star, please help me sit up. Immediately, Sildren helps the figure sit up. And you're met with the visage of a... <laughs> he actually has popcorn. Because <laughs> I Ryo actually pulled popcorn out. <laughs> I had it for lunch. Show your faces. Sildren helps the figure count? sit up. And you are met with the visage of a beautiful elven woman. However, a large portion of her right side is blackened and withered. Her right eye is milky white and her platinum blonde hair fades to stringy black locks down her right side. She weakly raises a blackened arm towards him and stops and slowly reaches across with her good arm and caresses the side of his face. She continues in Elvish. Sildrian, my silver star, fear not. Though our time together nears an end, this is not goodbye. We shall still be together in this life and spirit, and we will have an eternity to spend once you join me in the next life. Stay strong. You are one of the few hopes left for this world. She smiles weakly, and as you watch, only the unaffected side of her face shows the smile. Sorry. The other side remaining motionless, stoic. Liana, if there was anything I could do to stop this, any wish I could make, any task that I could accomplish, I would. We need you. I need you. Sildrian's voice breaks and he buries his face in his hands. Liana frowns. No, Sildrian. My time in this world is finished. My place in this fight is no longer needed. You will be the one to usher in the new order of peace to this world. You must go on. I will not be able to look upon you if you, the man I knew, withered and died with so much left to give. Her face grows cross for a moment as Sildrian looks up at her. But her face softens and she begins to weep as well. From her damaged eye, a stream of silver liquid that looks like starlight trails down the blackened portion of her face. Sildrian, you must stay strong. Promise me that you will stay strong for our child and for yourself. She will need you after my passing. Sildrian looks into her eyes and nods. I, I give you my word. I will keep us safe and finish what we started together. Liana smiles again. Then I perish in peace. My wish is to be buried at our home, not in this field of battle. Then when all this is over, we may watch the dawn together once more. Her voice fades. Her eyes close. And realization washes over Sildrian's face as he opens his mouth to answer. A scream of rage and sorrow tears from his lips, and the vision shatters like glass. 
leaving you standing alone in the caverns under the tree. Thanks, I hate it. (laughs) This is why I don't wear makeup to game. (laughs) And yes, two of us are actually in tears. Three of us. (laughs) I will... Stand there with hands, fists trembling, and translate everything that just happened to the four other people in the party, while probably putting a hand on Eslin's shoulder while she sobs, <laughs> while Naya is just silently, like tears, but not like she's she's steady telling the story. As Naya finishes her story, Eslin, you can feel a hand on your shoulder. Not, not Naya's. A small hand. Stay strong, Eslin. Eslin is just going to put her hand on the small one. Do I come from you? Are you family? Am I yours? The Estrella family can claim descendants, can claim to be descendants of the Valdorians. But you do not come from Sildrian himself. And the small hand on your shoulder disappears, leaving you standing with the rest of the party. Wipes her tears. Takes a deep breath. There's more that we need to learn. We can do this. We have to do this. And on that note, we're going to take a break so people can recollect themselves, <laughs> myself included. <laughs> oh boy, here we go. And we are back now that we have emotionally collected ourselves and we are no longer uh, weeping masses of tears and sadness. Thanks. I drink caffeine. Sticking my tongue out at the DM. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Careful, a monster might bite it off. I drink uh, my caffeine. phrases always don't stick it out unless you intend to use it. Yeah, oh, that I got that me in too. trouble and then married. Kinky? Eh, whatever works. <laughs> uh, you are currently in the room after witnessing this whole sequence and after Aubrielle telling you, Eslin, to stay strong. There are only two doorways out of this room. The one you came in, and one to the south. Obrea, so the rest were to the south, yes? 
Yeah, there's two more rooms to the south. And then we go south. So we need to head that way. That one. Firelight, how are you holding up? Fire. You want to lift? I say right. Left, right? Yes, want, left, right. Do you I want don't to think lift? you heard her right, dear. Oh, left, right. Yeah, left, right. Lift. Left, right. Not left. Do you need carried? I'll let you figure it out. Let me know if you do, and I will walk off with Eslin. <laughs> oh, no. <clears throat> As Naya walks uh, off, I go, Did you put the rage around right? the spider mini? It's a very angry spider. Fun. Ah! You'd oh. be a badger for that. Oh, oh wait. Polymorph the, polymorph the raging barbarian into a spider. Rage spider. <laughs> and, and then beast shape into the spider, and then we have a fighting jewelry. pair. <laughs> they already wear jewelry when she transforms. She's wearing jewelry. It's just her jewelry right now. <laughs> they are her angry owl. They are playing with all of. Eslin's animal minis and the Eslin. Oh, yeah, we can have a raging, raging. No, we're not no, having a raging. And, and the familiar minis with the going raging south. circle we're going south. Uh, exiting the doorway, you are in oh, yet dear. another room of the <laughs> very angry courtyard. wizard of a similar size to all of the other ones that you have been in. And that, however, if you break my smoky wispy things, I will hurt you. <laughs> however. <laughs> Uh, there seems to be a lot more crystal visible in the floor of this room. And to the southwest corner of the room are two doorways. One here and one here that are both covered in a layer of thin crystal preventing you from going that way. I think we found our door. There is another door to the south here, and a door to the east here, and here. Well, do you want to go south, or do you want to go through these crystal doors? Or crystal not doors. I can make them doors. Pull out my hammer. <laughs> Pull out my maul. <laughs> Let me smash them. <laughs> In my culture, Let me crystal protects things that are to be left alone. To be memorialized. She's not making me smash. Let me smash. Probably not. I will put the hammer away and utter the unladylike word I uttered the night before. And what word is that again? (laughs) Can you see anything over the crystal? I mean, is it like clear or is it opaque? It's not opaque. You can see through it for the most part. It's just a little uh, skewed on the other side. It's almost like just a dirty glass pane that is crystal. However, from <coughs> the southwestern part of the doors that is covered, you can see that there is a turn in which the path seems to go downward. Aslan's going to walk up to the crystal. Put her hands on it. try to do the commune thing again and just simply from her heart ask are we to go this way as you do so you put your hands on the doorway and you are immediately 
blasted five feet backwards as a shocking bolt of light goes through you, dealing three radiant damage. We're not going that way. That hurt. I think I'm going to take that as a get out. (laughs) I'll help her up. Okay. (laughs) And we'll go south. I was right. (laughs) We don't need to go that way. At least not yet. Going (coughs) south. You, this is indeed going south. Yes, this is indeed going south as we go south. Uh, you come to the to another room, again, same shape and size, yet another part of this odd courtyard that you seem to have found yourself in. Uh, the central portion of this is taken up largely by orchards what used to be orchards. Uh, Once again, long since petrified. There is a pathway here and a pathway here. Looking through the northwestern pathway, you can see the first room that you guys came through and those orbs of light flittering and flicking. Uh, To the southeast you find the room where you opened the first door and saw your first vision. There was a doorway south out of that room, though, right? Yes. All right. I think we keep going that way. Yes. Yep. So this is the same pathway that you uh, took to this room. Uh, That leads you back into the long corridor where you checked out the top of it and it was a dead end and to the right was a was another large room with two southern okay. yeah and that was just the cavern it wasn't architecture it was the one that sales familiar went to right correct okay I guess that yeah I mean Abriel said two rooms to the south that we had to see too So you would remember that this will lead you back to... Continuing this way will lead you back to the room with the mausoleum if you don't veer off the path. Um, There was another pathway south out of the mausoleum as well that you did not venture from. I think we should go that way. It would make sense from the mausoleum. Because we saw the... We saw his pain. We saw her death. We saw the mausoleum. And then two more rooms to the south. So let's go that way. I'll follow you. <coughs> Excuse me. You take the path, winding back to the mausoleum, which now contains the druid-crafted flowers and the glass bead as offerings onto the mausoleum. You come up right here, and the next exit is over here. Okay. You walk down that pathway, the path taking a sharp turn to the right, as you enter it, until you meet another door. Found one. Do you want me to try and open it first? I'll step out of her way. 
she's not gonna check for traps. She's <laughs> just because she's being told to go this way and it's not crystal, she's just <laughs> gonna try to open the door. Is not Angie Rock. It's not Angie Sharp it's not Spicy Angie rock. rock. Spicy Rock. Sorry, I must make a death save. <laughs> yes, not a deck save. De- uh, it from would be her first. <laughs> around this door, once again, uh, similar to the Eldrickian architecture, above, though withered, eroded, and dirty. Uh, upon opening the door, you're greeted with the smell of fresh air and sunlight uh, streaming in through the windows. Birds sing melodiously and fill the air with their happy trills. Though the building definitely is of Eldrickian architecture, inside it's different. Uh, more angular with sweeping arches that let light bounce on the walls and fill the room with warmth. At a side table in the far corner is the man with silver hair and eyes, Sildrian. Lines of stress, sorrow, and thought crease his elegant face. You see him sitting with a map in front of him. He pulls out a pencil, makes a couple of marks on the parchment, and the door on the other end of the room opens, letting yet more sunlight in. Two people in armor, a male elf and a female human walk in. Sir, the woman starts, Morgul has been seen on the move. Our sources say that he will arrive in Caliban by the end of the week. We should move our defenses and prepare them for the oncoming battle. The man continues, We've also made contact with the emissary of Therendir and made him aware. An elven chap, piercing green eyes. He assured us that Therendir would make an appearance as well. Very well, Sildrian responds. Ready our troops. Rylan, ride ahead and alert the troops in Caliban to ready for war. We will meet with them before Morgul is seen on the eastern sky. The woman crosses her arm over her chest in a salute and nods and immediately turns and heads out the door she came in. Caius, you ride with me and Sildrian stands and grabs his sword and bladed buckler off the wall behind him. As he turns toward the door, he stops before he walks out. He looks at a silver breastplate, obviously made for a female, and matching silver blade to his own. He reaches out towards it and his hand stops short. Sir, Caius puts his hand on Sildrian's shoulder. Sildrian sighs and withdraws his hand. I am all right, Caius. Ma. Hold on. Name thief. Name thief. I am all right, Caius. I wish to the fate she was still here with us. She would have been a valuable weapon against Morgul and Hexter's forces. She will still fight with us in spirit, and I have faith she will guide our victory. He turns and walks out of the door, and you find yourself in a ruined house. Much like the one you saw in your vision. Though different enough, you know it's a different home. Ruined furniture is broken and strewn around the floor. Part of it is caved in from the roots growing through it. Though there is a doorway open on the opposite side of the room. Does the vision play like a movie or can we like move around in it? You can move around in it, but it plays like a movie. Uh, I want to be able to, like... It's one of those 360 YouTube videos. Okay, go ahead and roll an investigation for me. Uh, Now, perception. 
All right. Uh, you can move around and see it. Everything is still going on around you as you're moving around. Think of it in like a Christmas carol, how the, the ghosts are having Scrooge move around and he can still move around, but nobody else can identify that they're there. Yeah. It's kind of that kind of situation. Um, you do see a map and on it you see... <coughs> it's very <laughs> It's very similar to you know of the maps of Caliban from being with uh, the Band of the Lawful for as long as you were. There are some slight differences, though. The shape of the city seems different. Uh, it also seems to be of a lower elevation than the current city. Um, and it looks like there is some sort of marking to indicate that this is the direction Morgul was seen coming this way. With the... Uh mountains on the right be visible? Yeah. Uh, yes. They are visible. Negative. Negative. Nice. Nice. Smart. I'm proud of you. You know what? I will give you inspiration for that. Hey! Yeah, that was awesome. Good job. Though the inspiration tokens aren't going to be here until the next time we play. (laughs) On mom's birthday. Yeah. (laughs) We're celebrating that Saturday anyway, so. Just remind me you're saying that. Yes, the vision fades and you are left standing in a ruined Eldrickian almost home. Well, that one wasn't too bad compared to the last one. Yeah. He, uh, He seems to be doing okay. And they're discussing the lead-up to the attack of Caliban. And Theron, dear. So you know that name. I do. What do you know about that name? I know that he was a great hero. And he saved many lives. He is... the bronze dragon of legend. And most of the stories... Are mostly true. I grew up listening to those stories from my father. They were my bedtime stories. I... I think he was amazing. And he saved Caliban and he saved... As many as he could. Nerd. <laughs> Real quick explanation for Caius. I have another character in a different campaign who is a very... Uh, prissy gay boy named Caius. <laughs> you do. <laughs> he is a prissy the, gay boy. The same He's one a with Garlax and Decapitator. Yes. <laughs> do, his entire I mean, mission is to go save his love from his evil father. Yes. Would I have been able to flesh any of that out? Because I don't, I'm having a hard time knowing what I know compared to what I know. So far, all of this tracks. Okay. Like, so she asked, did I know anything about, what did I know about Therondir? I mean, I spouted very vague stuff. So, (laughs) I will say, I will say, no, I will say that a long time ago, 
before we started recording and before we had to take a hiatus because of COVID, uh, when you guys were saving Naya's father in the town of Rosen. Halagos. Yes. There was a question and answer sequence to where he did say that uh, he and Naya were supposedly descendants Descended from of Therendir. And talked I- a little bit about history and specifically about this battle and uh, Hextor being a part of it. But I but also... That was a very long time ago. Yes. And I need to recompile that. I think that's the one other episode I have recorded from a test recording we did. Mm-hmm. I'm So I'm... Nikki is having issues knowing the difference between what Naya would yeah. really know is, is the stories and what Nikki actually knows. So that's why I was asking. I gave lots of vague information. Nope, you're good. You're good. Uh, Some of it you would would already know, Eslin. But again, it was a very long time ago. So. But yeah, and I would have said, you know. Right. I've always been taught. Well, my father just told me that we are descended of his line. But I grew up listening to stories of Therendir because my father, I think, idolized him. Yeah. <laughs> there and there is the dragon we saw in the vision that took care of Mogul. Although the two double wings were took care of pretty Reed amazing. Murdered. <laughs> Not murdered. I'm it was okay. self-defense. <laughs> <laughs> it really was. <laughs> I mean, he kind of ganked Morgul pretty hard. Morgul was killing people. <laughs> we're joking. <laughs> So, oh, a hero. <laughs> yes. There is the doorway that you came in from, and the doorway out of this room on the other side. Out that door. No better way to go than forward. Mm-hmm. Follow the story. I feel like it was really other defense. Whatever. <laughs> Winding through this network of roots and soil and some strange architecture. You make your way to the end of this path that turns to the left, which is the south direction, and to the north. Do you wish to continue going south? south? I guess. But I thought we were supposed to do two south, one north. We did the north door first. You already did the north. This was the first southern door. Let's continue south. South Part 2, Electric Boogaloo. (laughs) Yeah. You continue making your way, following this path, getting lost in a couple moments as the path takes a couple of weird turns towards dead ends. But you do make your way to yet another room of this shape and size once again there's a lot of rooms that are this like 55 but 55 square but yet another closed door blocks your path just a plain wooden door just a plain wooden door as Lynn opens it so you open the door 
you see the ruined center of Caliban. You see and hear the sounds of war. Fighting, screaming, death. Do you enter? As Lynn does. We follow. Step back by sail. In we go. Even though y'all think Aslan's crazy. I mean. <laughs> she it's, is. It's lovingly. <laughs> we lovingly Wow, this is crazy. going to be an amazing turn of song. Sweet. Oh, dear. <laughs> I am afraid. Nope, I had to find the right one. Nope. I should well, you really do that, I'm going to one. inject sugar into my veins so I can stay awake. Pardon me. That is the same. That is the same song. <laughs> that is the same song. I should have known that by the name of the song. As you enter this room, there's another flash of light, and you find yourselves among the ranks of soldiers. Pools of blood, pools of acid, pools of viscera surround you as you fight. Though your limbs are heavy with exhaustion from hours and hours of battle. Above you, the fight of the ages ensues. Morgul fighting a dragon surrounded by platinum light in the echoes of war. There is a roar and a flash of light, and you look up to see Morgul falling lifelessly from the sky as the other dragon, Therindir, raises his voice to the sky in triumph. You can't help but cheer as he roars, and the sounds of your allies mirrors that of the victorious dragon. Morgul hits the ground with a heavy and sickening thud, limp and lifeless, black smoke rising from the wound at the base of his throat that brought him his death. Something falls, and you see your commander, Sildrian, walk up to whatever it is and pick up a melon-sized black gem in the shape of an egg. He holds it to the sky and turns to the rest of you. Soldiers! Today we claim victory over Morgul and Hexter's forces. Therendir has come and fulfilled his promise to deliver us from the tyrannical dragon. Now we must fulfill our promise and deliver the city from the armies of chaos. All of you have fought better than 10 of our enemies. Now I ask you to raise your blades for one last push. Two arms and to the death. Are you with me? Cheers raised from around you as shouts of countless war cries fill the air to the point it rings in your heads. Sildrian turns towards the main body of the enemy soldiers that are left and points his blade towards them and charges off in their direction. Around you, hundreds, thousands of your allies start running with him. You feel your hearts fill with pride for your people and for your victory, and you run with them. Had to restart the song. Before you know it, you feel the weight of the clash as the forces collide. Blood and gore streaks the skies, your blades and your bodies as you fight back the army of these strange creatures, some very similar to the skeletal creatures that you have faced in your trek here. 
Others like large beetles, some like large dogs with long flailing tongues, and many of them humanoid but seemingly mutated with strange growths. After many more hours of fighting, weariness creeps over you all. Just as you feel you can't continue, all becomes silent. Bodies are strewn around you. Though your numbers are dwindled, you look around and see a large number of your allies standing. The crimson moon begins to give way as the sun crests over the horizon, illuminating the blood-spattered silver mane of Sildrian like fire as he turns to you all, raises his blade to the sky and cheers in brilliant victory. As the vision fades, you can still hear the chorus of victorious soldiers cheering and chanting Sildrian's name. As your vision begins to shift and return to normal, you see Aubriel standing in the center of the room, staring at all of you. You have seen Sildrian's heroic nature. There is still one last thing you must see. Hold on just a moment. And the room around you begin to shimmer and you find yourself back in the room with the mausoleum. Just fade this out so it sounds good. <laughs> and go to a different song. There we go. Any questions? Can we keep this master on I we do that building. I would have tried to, like, even running, whatever we were doing, I would have tried to keep as much sight on Therendir as possible mm-hmm. just to see what he was doing, because Therendir. Yes. Uh, by the time that you... So, the m- majority of this last vision took place after Morgul's death. Mm-hmm. You witnessed Morgul's fall, and Sildrian pick up Morgul's phylactery. Right. As this battle ensued... You fought, you kept an eye where he was, and he was still aiding, both in taking out large swaths of the enemy with his lightning breath, and in aiding people getting out of the city to safety. I will feel a sense of pride as we continue forward. (laughs) I think Stefan's just, like, chuckling to himself. (laughs) (laughs) Now that you are back in this room with the mausoleum, the room is pristine. You see it as it once was. The orchards full of fruit, the gardens ready for harvest, the small buildings and storage sheds there and stocked as you would expect. Sildrian can be seen kneeling in front of the mausoleum with his hand outstretched and on it. He's weeping silently, and Aubriel walks over and stands behind him. For the first time, you can see an expression peeking through her serene demeanor empathy. She looks at Sildrian for a moment, seemingly fighting back tears herself. And Sildrian looks up at the mausoleum. We did it. We have beaten them. Everyone is calling me a hero, but I don't... I don't want that. You are the real hero. My hero. 
You were the one that believed in me enough to let me rise to my command. I... Aubrielle needs you far more than she needs me. How am I going to help her when all I know is war and combat? It should have been me lying in stone, not you. And he punches the ground. How cruel the fates are. He grows silent as he allows his tears to flow freely. After several minutes, he clears his throat and kisses Liana's crypt. I will do my best for the both of us. No, for the three of us. Please guide me so I may do what is best for her. Sleep in peace, my golden son. And the vision fades once more and you are standing in the ruined courtyard, the worn crypt of Liana Valdorian in the center. Aubrielle places her hand on the crypt and you can see it shimmer under her touch. When you are ready, please meet me in the room at the crystal doorway. I'll nod at her and think to myself, kind of glad I didn't try to smash it. (laughs) And like a gust of wind, Aubrielle is gone. Eslin's going to look around at the party. Just for a moment. And make sure that they are all okay. Just to I am reassure herself. To you, like I backed up to you t- for moral support when I saw what we were stepping into. Just so you remember. Kais is probably like holding your wrist or something. Sail, but okay. Sail. <laughs> Wrong no. game, dear. Wrong game. <laughs> I'm struggling. I'm tired. <laughs> Rewind. Wrong game. Sail. He's holding your wrist. Just take a deep breath. Look, well, it is 1030. I'm usually in bed. <laughs> Look at each uh, at all of them and go, Would you like shall we? We shall. Lead the way. Would you like to go to the bathroom quick? Hurry, run, go. No, seriously, Quick, go. pause, go. You, you <laughs> Suffer. <laughs> did you just drop the whole microphone? Uh-huh. He, he <laughs> really <laughs> did. No. <laughs> he literally dropped everything he's touched tonight. You go. I got this. I'll be back. You do Look, that. We're, we're all struggling. <laughs> you just well, dropped away the for whole the microphone. We're all struggling. It's... It's been a week. It, it's not even been a day. It's been a week. Like, capital A, capital W. So, Aubrielle asked you to meet with her in the room with the crystal doorways. Which, from your powers of deduction, you are actually not that far from. You knew that it, You know that it was part of this... Uh, series of courtyard rooms or this central courtyard that was broken up into these rooms rather Uh, and you are in the southernmost of those so from where you guys are at this doorway will take you 
this doorway will take you back to the room where the Will-O-Wisps were. This doorway will take you back to the room where the Will-O-Wisps were. And then once you are there, the doorway that is on this side will take you to the room directly underneath the crystal room. Which you can just to get up to it. So we have to go through the wisps? Right, and there's other ways to get around to it. That's just the fastest way. You could go all the way back around the entire dungeon floor. Uh... With the visions and everything that has gone on, I'll say that we are nearing the end of that. I mean, we can try to sneak through, if that's what you want to do. I think we should. All right. How could this get any worse than a one? Negative three. Pass with, oh, Trace is still on? ten. Natural 20, plus this. 1, 21. Stealth pass campaign. without a trace, 31. I went into the wrong campaign. The gnome disappears from existence. Folds himself into the fabric of reality. I will have your new character sheet ready for you next My 35 week. didn't do that from the last time I rolled? Nah, because that was a natural <laughs> 20. 22. 28. 25. Uh, it's easy enough. You guys... We are all try the to st- quietest pieces of crap ever. <laughs> uh, you make your way through the pathway, back up into the first room, and though you are exceptionally quiet, it does appear that the Will-O-Wisps have moved on. We turn around, they're right behind us, just like, <laughs> shh, we're hiding too. Uh, and I will add that both... Nivon and your Tressum Hammer do not see them with their invisibility eye things. Invisibility eye things. Name your cat, man. I don't know your cat's name. Oh. Well, what is your cat's name? My name Jeff. The cat's name is Jeff now. Cat's name is Cat. I believe you told me at one time, but it was again a long time ago. Asa? Elsa. 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 We have Elsa and Nevan. I love it. Elsa? No. (laughs) Copyright intensifies. Do you want to? No. I have a laser. I will shine it in your eyeball. Build up. Disney is coming. (laughs) Disney is coming. I was just going to say that, you know. So you missed all the discussions when Eslin came in about, you know, about the fire instead of the ice. <laughs> she was spring, not winter. Uh, you continue Does it through have the- to be a snowman? Disney no. is actually going to come for her butts. <laughs> uh, you continue down the path until you see the crystal room. Uh, sorry, directly above you, right here. Just went straight for your neck, like... <laughs> Which one of us are you going for? <laughs> the map. Uh-huh. Sure. Alright, we enter. Aubrielle is sitting with her back against the crystal doorway. I know that this has taken much from you. 
I know that you seek answers and answers you will have. Does everybody see her this time? Yes, everybody okay. sees her this time. See, I told you she was around again. I will remove these barriers, but I must make sure that all of you are strong enough to continue. And the light from the previous floor begins seeping downwards through the roof of this cavern. Please forgive me. And she raises her hand and this light rushes towards the center of the room and begins to coalesce, taking a humanoid shape. Large humanoid shape. And there's a flash and you see standing in the center of the room a crystal opalescent statue of Sildrian. There's a moment of silence and you feel a comforting hand on your arm, Eslin. And there's a crack as the crystalline statue starts to move. Reaching behind its back and pulling a massive bladed buckler and drawing a crystal curved sword. You want us to fight him? This is just a construct, my magic. I must ensure you are strong enough for what lies beneath. My answers mean not if you cannot handle this task. I will stand up straight and pull the maul first. Yes. And with that, let's roll initiative. So if you have spells that do damage to the constraints, now's the time. That doesn't count, it fell out of my hand. That's better. <laughs> Hammer. Oh boy. Eslin. Eleven? Oh, okay. Say old. Twelve. Yes, eleven. Oh boy. Briarlight will be going last. Naya. Sixteen. Briarlight. Not one for two. Oh, no. oh boy. We Volkir. can you we really out here struggling the nat ones. Not here. I must roll for Volkir. Speaking of him not being here, Holy I have a crap. whole side of a table to myself. It's great. <coughs> I'm just all over the place. Everything is everywhere. And I'm okay with this. Volkir is going on a nineteen. I could use force damage on the crystals. I don't know if they'd be weak to that. Well, I suppose. Should actually change this to. Uh... Battle music? That's not battle music there, bud. <laughs> Google re rejects your request. Wait just a moment as I set up my initiative tracker here. Por favor. 
Volkir is going first, followed by. I'm never gonna believe this. Yeah, but this is. They'll believe us. Naya. Followed by. Seol. This is so weird. I'm second. Eslin. Of people that are here. The Golem of Sildrian. Hammer. And Ryu. It's going to be the turtle. Now, if well, that's not too you, bad. If all of you would be so kind as to set yourselves up in the room. No, the that room. Give us the giant mini you were printing. Oh dear. <laughs> and he's in the uh, center, right? Why he can stick it? <laughs> the uh-huh. doors were no, over. No, he is in the center of the room. And the doors were over here, and we were over by the doors. Correct. Over here or over here? They were over yeah. on the. Yep. That's like. They're on this wall. Yeah. They're, they're, um, yep. Right there. Yep. So she would have been in front of the door. There Eslin and there. would have been talking to her. I would have right. been next to Eslin. Yeah, Eslin would have been like. Right there? Yep. Or actually, probably more center than the room. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Nirvana is just a D8. He's a Tressen. He's a winged cat. She. She is a winged cat. Okay. I can't remember. I don't know how you think Nivan is a male name. I don't know either. Should I, should I have changed it to Nirvana? Because <laughs> A sounds at we the end typically go female names. We are starting with Volkir, who is going to run. I don't have his mini. Yes, I do. Hold on. He's in my bag. He's in your bag in the bedroom? Yeah. I was going to say, we brought one back because... I, I, I have him. Chance to pay we have, oh, he's, <laughs> he's, just he's, covered he's still supported. That's a little creepy. Yeah. He's also striking. <laughs> and he is going to He got heckin' spider legs. His swizzword and make an attack. It's S-word. Which is going to miss... And that is Volkir's turn. Next up, Naya. Um. Oh, shoot. I forgot to do something. Hold on. Okay. Volkir. Has to make... No, he does not. Volkir is blinded. As this creature sheds radiant light in a massive radius around it. He is illuminating the room single-handedly. Oh, dear. Naya. 
Uh, I am not blinded. I need a... Wisdom saving throw from you. Is it charmed or magical sleep? No. Okay. Nineteen total. Okay. You are not blinded by the radiant light of the creature. Okay. I am going to move my thirty feet. To get up to the creature. I have to go along the other side. Up this side. Okay. Can't get to flanking yet, so I will stand next to Volcare. Okay. And I, for the first time, since this is a test, I will rage first. Okay. Without being hit. So All he right. has to make a dex saving throw. Uh, he rolled a five. Well, okay, I mean, he fails. Okay. So he takes five point of five points of lightning damage. You said you had the maul out, correct? I have the maul out. I just zapped him with five points of lightning damage, and I am watching to see if it actually hurts him. It does. Or so you think. I mean, it's a chunk of crystal. Okay. It doesn't seem like it just skittered across him and did nothing. Then while he is out, while everyone else is out of the way, I'm going to breathe on him. Okay. (laughs) Breathes aggressively. Yeah, no, he does not succeed in okay. a dexterity saving throw. Yay! <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and say his dex is, uh, no. <laughs> Large chunk of crystal man. 2d10 lightning not speed. For 11 more damage. Nice, nice. That is everything that I can currently do. So you blast him with your lightning breath, and it hits him and goes around him and courses all through this large crystalline figure. And you see small char marks where the electricity coursed around him. Seol, it is your turn. If you look at the creature, I need a wisdom saving throw. Avengers like for a second. Yeah, same. I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, apparently we're the Avengers now. Oh, incorrect. You are not starting your turn within 10 feet of him. Neither do uh-huh. the other two, so it doesn't matter for the other two. Haha. Uh-huh. So Volkir is not blinded. Volkir is not blinded. I win. But it didn't uh. make a difference with his attack. Because he rolled suck. <laughs> <laughs> More like Queen Bee, but whatever. <laughs> no, that's Sale. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> what? It's your turn. What are you doing? I, I'm, I'm looking. What, what okay. is Sale? Queen Bee. Queen Bee. <laughs> Why? Because I said so. That's no, he, he, he Queen Bee. <laughs> exactly. But 
it is late and I do want to get through this combat tonight before so go, go. everybody go crash. No, you're not allowed. Um, second level chromatic orb, we go. Okay. Uh, nope, nope, that does not count. But 16. God. Should have let the other one count. Nine. Uh, the chromatic orb flies from your hand and it goes towards him, but he brings the bladed buckler up and deflects the orb into the wall of the cavern. Eslin. Okay. She's casting moonbeam on him. Yes, we Sorry, my microphone was out of the way. Uh, he does not succeed in his constitution saving throw with a 10. No. Fourteen points of radiant damage. Very nice, very nice. You guys have actually done a pretty solid chunk of damage to him before his turn. Are you doing anything else? Nope. I'm good. Okay. Reminder that your animal shape is a bonus action. If you want to use that, correct. Nah, let's go into bear form then. Bear's land! Woo! Okay. (laughs) Yep, the bear is over there. Okay. Next up is the statue of Sildrian Valdorian. He raises the giant crystalline sword and brings an attack down on you, Naya. Does a 17 hit you with the maul? Nope. Wait, shoot. Yes, because I don't have the shield Okay. Just barely. I forgot to get out his damage dice. For 10 slashing damage as the giant blade cleaves through you, reduced to 5. He follows that up with a swing from the bladed shield he has in his hand, using it like a punching dagger. That is going to miss with a 12 as you knock it out of the way with your maul. Glad you reminded me. You're welcome. (laughs) And next up is Hammer. Nat one. He rolled a no. That's why I said basically right was off the map because he He's that far behind. He's that tired. Are there any rocks in front of me or anything on the ground? No, this room is actually very smooth. Um, It's not very smooth (coughs) as much as the rocks and things that are here from it being a part of the courtyard are mostly rubble. There's not really anything big enough to hide behind or anything like that. Oh, uh, 
I'm gonna cat's gonna use a help action, and I'm gonna throw a ration on the ground and use catapult. He's okay, gonna, he's gonna make a dexterity. Oh yeah, for catapult, there's enough stuff that you can do that. I thought you were looking to hide. My apologies. No, I was just one. Yeah, yeah there's there is there are chunks of rock on the ground big oh, enough yeah, for the okay. catapult spell. Huh. Seventeen. Yeah. It's only against you. Uh for three, sorry against six. Or does it miss No, I think it still takes half damage. I, I don't remember. It's been a while since I've cast the spell. It is a good spell. Mm-hmm. My Eldritch Knight that I played at the shop has it. Yeah. I was flinging it at a Gorgon. That's fine, Becky. I'm going to bite her. What? <laughs> we will come back to that to see if it takes any damage. In the meantime, Rylite. Uh, Ryu would walk in next. Uh, I'll move my character in a second. Uh, see. It's a construct. Because it says only creatures can make decisions. Fundamental. Uh, the I think it means DM like looks at something. Yeah. If you're flinging it at a side yeah. table, the side table can't get out of the way. Right. <laughs> Okay, what are you doing, Riley? Uh, Ryu would walk in, see what's going on, go, oh, well, this is this looks fun, and uh, use the rest of his movement to get to the left side of Hammer. So, Somebody move Rylight to there, please. Yep. Um, look at him and go, uh, kind of underhand lob a firebolt right at the golem, as he's trying to hit it right on like the leg okay. kind of area to try and slow him down, if you could. I this is a called a called shot, so I think the AC is a lot higher. Sixteen. Sixteen is not going to hit. Chip. Oh, did shit. you roll Cat. advantage? I did not. Well, though, uh, 16 was a lot higher. Um, nope. The spell just kind of glances off the crystalline structure of its leg. Oh, right. And then as a bonus action, is going to take out a small vial, put a few items in, and kind of spit in it, uh, put a little bit of blood, and he's preparing uh, action for his next turn. Okay. We are back at the top of the turn order to Volkir. Who is going to go... He actually has to make a save this time. Okay. Uh, he is blinded, but he is going to walk around to the other side. Yes. And make an attack with uh, disadvantage. Because I haven't cut that one out. Uh, for the most part, but if I cure him, I like to snip him first. That sucks. Uh, Sildrian, or the Sildrian statue 
uh, deflects the attack with uh, his own blade. And it is Naya's turn. You will need to make a save. Wisdom? Yes. Uh, dirty 20? Alright, you succeed in not being blinded. Wouldn't matter anyway, I have blind fist. Correct. <laughs> um, now I can attack with advantage. Uh, yes. He does have to make that deck saving throw, I think, of 13 for me to zap him. That's a no. So he takes one whole lightning damage. I attack him with the maul. Uh, that's a nat 20. That is going to hit. Okay. You <coughs> and your nat 20s tonight. That makes yeah, three. Yeah. Somebody's got to make up for Ryo's nat ones. <laughs> this is getting right. ridiculous. Yeah. 2d6 plus 5. Double, well, 2d6 double plus 5. Correct. 4 and 3, so 7, 14, 19 total. 19. Uh, as you hit, it doesn't feel like the mall is doing as much damage as uh, it should. I was afraid of. I was hoping the crushing damage would be good against the crystal, but I think it needs magic. So I will, um, as a free action, switch weapons. Okay. And... It's magical, but it doesn't count as magic it has damage. A, correct. So in fifth it has edition, an enchantment on it. Yeah, in fifth edition, not every magical weapon deals magical damage. They can just have magical effects on them, which is what the weapon of warning is. The one that I gave Tyler at work was a special one that I made for him. Uh, next up is Seoul. Um. We're going to try Mind Sliver. Intelligence save. Nope. <laughs> what did you roll? Uh, a nine minus four uh, is five. This will be good. <laughs> nope, that is... I have to actually roll a d6, not a d20. Five. Five points of damage. And next save, he has minus 1d4. Oh, oops, I just tried to do that damage to Aslan. <laughs> no! Next saving throw has disadvantage. Are you staying there? Are you moving? Doing anything else? Not not disadvantage. Minus, minus 1d4. Ah, okay. I can here. Let me roll. So he's minus 4 next time. Okay. Aslan. Bearslan. Well, he's starting in my moonbeam. Yep, that so. actually should have taken place on his turn, and I forgot about that. He does succeed, so he will take half damage. Then after Eslin's turn, you have to roll that again. Okay. Here, put this on him. You got it. And put the concentration one on Eslin. Well, that was... I rolled 11, so he took half of that. Yeah, so he will take five. And then in bear form, moving up to him and attacking. Okay. Uh, you will roll an advantage because of the help action. Hey, how many hit points does your uh, cat have? Okay. 
I'm going to try and not kill it. 17 on the bite. Uh, 17 just Sorry, hits. Sorry, that was on the claw. 17 just hits. I think my pawn actually has five hit points. I think I rolled them. And also 17 on the bite. Both of them hit. Nine damage bite. Eleven damage with the claws. Uh, so you land your hits, and much like Naya noticed, it's very hard crystal, and so your your attacks don't seem like they're doing as much damage as you want them to with your teeth and your claws. Are you doing anything else? Nope. Okay. All I can imagine is just like the claws if you like scrape against like stone. Mm-hmm. Or something, oh yeah. Just, yeah. You jam your fingernails on something. Yeah. Uh, he fails his Constitution save. Uh, for the moonbeam, I forgot to have you roll your wisdom save at the beginning of your turn. Well, she didn't start Were you not within ten feet of no, him? That is within 10 feet of him. Right here? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It's okay. Give me just a moment. Still wisdom saving throw. You're very good at those. Yeah, she's got a wisdom save on each It's a 12. Oh, okay. You jinxed me. <laughs> you would have been blinded. Um, because it was my mistake, I will let the attack continue to go through. But from here on out, uh, every turn you'll have to make the save again, and if you fail, you'll maintain being blinded. Yep, However, circle. yes. Um, go ahead and roll the damage to the moonbeam. Thirteen. Very nice. Now it is his turn. And the light from him almost seems to start eking out like fluid towards Naya, Eslin, and Volkir. I am going to need wisdom saving throws from all three. Oh, shoot. Aren't trusting to me blindness? Sorry, I actually have blindness tokens. The other ones are for something else. Hi. Yeah. Uh, Volkir gets in that one. Oh, dear. Twelve. Okay. Oh, no. Five. Uh, Can y'all not? So... Go ahead and put all of these nice magical effect ones on Naya, Eslin, and Volkir. All of our tanks just got screwed. As I know, I, that's all I have. Uh, as this light gathers around you and your movement becomes sluggish. Cool. Did we get stuff putting stuff on this bear? That was 
Somebody needs to get a picture of that. Uh, he is going to. No, we get it. We we get a picture when there's one more. <laughs> he is going to walk over to Hammer, because all of you are slowed. You do not get reactions. And he is going to make two attacks against you, Hammer. A 27 will hit with the sword. And the 15 does not hit with the bladed shield. You take 17 points of slashing damage as this crystalline blade just cuts across you from shoulder to waist. And it is your turn. I need a wisdom saving throw. Well, yours will be on your turn. I. You are blinded. Because I know I have to be able to see the object. I'm guessing the semantic components are eyesight. No, semantic components are hand movements. <laughs> yeah, it just says one object doesn't say if I just see it. <laughs> if I get blinded, I can put my cat on my head. Fiona's <laughs> done that. Uh-huh. I'll move the trash up the help action again. Okay. Uh, I guess technically I can still cast Alright. He's going to succeed with another seventeen. Minus four. That has already happened. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. If you didn't know that, yeah, I will right. let you take it back. Then I'll just booming blade it. Okay. It should be regular since I have it. Yeah. And it's twenty. That'll hit. Dirty, dirty twenty. For the people watching at home, the reason I did not make you roll that at disadvantage is because you can see out of Elsa's eyes. Uh, nine. Cat hat, cat hat. And he is sheathed in booming energy. And I'll do second wind awesome. Okay. Thirteen. Okay. Rylight, I need a wisdom save. Hammer, are you moving at all? It says advantage on wisdom against magic effects. Would that this be a magic effect? I won't say no, but I'm like I. I'm going to say no because this is just light that the golem itself okay. is shedding. I just want to double check. Yeah. I should have just took that. Nine. 
All right, you are also blinded. I can see. Uh, um. Right light with his 17 intelligence is going to try and remember exactly where the creature was. I realize it still affects. Uh, he's going to try and walk around uh, him. So he's, if TJ you're looking at, it's the north of him. Yep. And he's going to take the uh, potion that he's been kind of brewing up with a little bit of blood, spit, dirt, sand, uh, some rotten meat. And just some paper. And it just looks like a black goo. Drink it. And then cast Caustic Brew towards him. Okay. I need a dexterity saving throw. Fifteen. Mother! He passes so nothing happens. Oh, that's As fun. you see a acid breath come out of Fryo's mouth in a 30-foot hey, line, 5-foot... <laughs> Uh, diameter just goes right by him. Oh, he's trying to be like Maya. And that Seoul. was acid. Yeah, that's 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 Sale's specialty. Granted, if it was a line, he just basically mixed them together. Right. Volkir must make another saving throw. He does not succeed, so he remains blinded. Uh, he is going to make his way downtown. <laughs> no, he is not either. Uh, from where he is at, he is going to attempt a guiding bolt towards the creature. He is regular. Nope, it goes wide and hits the wall directly behind Hammer's head. He shouldn't be at this event. He's blinded. Help action. That makes a difference. So it does not hit behind Hammer's head. If I'm a D6 is here. Deals 18 damage with the Guiding Bolt. And the next attack against him has advantage. Not that that's going to make that much of a difference with the help action, but uh, it was something that he could do. Oh, they're still blinded and they still get advantage. Naya. I'm slowed. I can move 15 feet. I should be able to make it to his backside to swing. Two eighteen. That's a 23 to hit. That's going to hit. And the axe is D8, I believe. Correct. Yeah, I was looking at the slow spells because I was trying to figure out what I could and couldn't do, and now I've lost my. Uh, you can take an action or a bonus action and resave at the end. And resave the end of your turn. That's an eight. So 
plus. E plus six is 14 damage. That was a pretty solid hit. And the... then I can resave. Correct, from the slow. Uh, net 20. That will save. You are no longer slowed. And that's my turn. That's my fourth net 20 also. Yes. Yeah, can you not? You're like stealing them all from the rest of us. Sorry? Not sorry. You're stealing mine. Say all. Mine sliver again. Yeah, you can't add slow into active conditions. Which is uh, that would be a... Uh, <clears throat> not a condition, but... Zero? Oh, <laughs> did you roll a five or a four? I did. That's another five damage. Well done. And minus 1d4 to his next shaving throw. It's only minus one. Okay. Are you moving or anything? <laughs> Get away! Runs, runs slightly. Uh, Naya, I also forgot to have you make a save for blindness. Nope, you were 15 feet away. You were good. Uh, Eslin, however, you are within 10 feet of him. A question. Do I need to make a concentration for moonbeam? Or is it... No, because you I didn't, didn't take, take any, any damage. damage. I just... But I also forgot to make his con save, which is a failure, so your moonbeam does more damage. That's 11 points. Very nice. Eslin MVP here. And I don't know. Naya with all her 20s, she's doing pretty good too. But... All right, and slow, so you need a con save for the blindness too, right? Correct, I need a con save for the blindness. And... That's <laughs> one. Or wisdom save. You're still yeah. blinded, either way. Yeah. Now I will say, like an eight. since you are slowed, you can either you do an action or a bonus action. He is no longer in your moonbeam. You can use your bonus act, bonus action to move the moonbeam back over to him, or you can use your action to do something else. I'll use the bonus to move the moonbeam. Okay. So and he's now back in it. Correct. And you can move up to 15 feet, half your movement. I'm, so I guess whatever your movement speed is is a bigger half of that. Um, I'm just going to stay where I'm at. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, back up. Okay. And at the end of your turn, you can make another save to get rid of the slow. Yes. That's a dirty 20. Yep, you are no longer slowed. Woo! Uh, for your next turn here. Uh, that is the moonbeam. Yeah. As Eslin takes her turn directly before it. So it is going to make it save. It does succeed in its con save, so it will take half damage from your moonbeam. Yes. It's a 16 with the minus ones. Rolled an 11. 
Alright, so he will take five points of damage from that. And once again, the light starts roiling out from him. And I need saves from see Volkir is still slowed Naya Rylite and Hammer I need wisdom saves is this from a magical effect yes okay so this would be with advantage 14 okay Naya you are slowed and you said it was a wisdom yes 10 all three of you are slowed. You have one more of these uh, physical or magical effects. I do not, but I can hand you a random Apparently, I need to look for slow tokens. And he is going to turn and walk towards Sale. Panic! You, no, you are slowed. As he takes three light. From what? How far can he move? Oh yeah, it is 30 feet. Yeah, if he moves 30 feet, he's on top of me. I don't think that works. It just steps on sale. Go squish. Cast brush. Okay. Um. Naya, he should have been rolling for your zip zap. No. Oh, okay. Never mind. He's also out of the moonbeam again. Just trying to draw dragon mouth. It's not working. <laughs> Twenty-five will hit you with a sword. Jeez. And a twenty will hit you with the bladed shield. Poor, poor little bean. It's gonna be a refried bean here in a minute. <laughs> so that is eighteen damage from the sword as it carves across you. My gosh. And follows up. Roll like two, please. I rolled three. Does that that's make any? That's fine. Because uh, that's nine. More damage from the uh, shield as he punches the blade of the shield through the center of 18 your chest. 18 plus nine is 27, dear. I am at three. And that is his turn. Yep, hammer. Being slowed, your movement is half. And sure. you are no, also no longer blind. Just. Okay. 
Uh, he is going to successfully fail on that. Wait, Task failed successfully. Or 11 Yahoo! force damage. 11 force damage. And at this point, you can see that there are flecks broken out of the crystal. And it's starting to not look that great. And I'm a, can I, I can still action surge, right? Yeah. I'll do that, and then do they owe you again? That is your action surge a bonus action? I think it is. I don't know, so. No, just you take one additional action on your turn. Action surge, no action. It says it on the parentheses. Oh. Then I will let you use your action search. Good. <laughs> you use it to. Oh, are you. I had a roll to make sure it didn't blow up. Okay, are you convergering him again? That is another failure. That's another six, seven, another eleven. Very well done. Rylite, you are no longer blinded. Woo! But I am still slowed. You are still slowed. Uh, um... Hammer, make a wisdom save for me. See if you break the slow. Um, uh, ten. Nope, you are still slowed. And slowed, would Rylite know he, like... I don't want to say makes a save at the end of his turn, but, like, he can break free of the slowing. It's not like, hey, this lasts. Roll an Arcana check. Arcana. Nineteen plus something. I would say that he would understand that each turn he has a chance of being able to will his way through it. Okay. Um. That's really killing him right now. Oh, I mean, I can't really do anything with. Fuck it. Uh, or F it. Um, he's going to kind of sit there, see that the caustic brew didn't really help, and now they can't do it because he'll hit someone um, else. We'll cast Cruel Sun, so he just kind of starts in his okay. hand and starts uh saying the magical words, I rolled a 13 plus 6, so that's a 19. That will hit him. Sweet Jesus. 3d8 or... 5 plus 7 12 plus 8 20. 20. Wow. Points of radiant damage. Well done. Yes. We are back to the top of the turn order with Volkir. Who <laughs> is no longer blinded. Uh, oh, shoot. And my, uh, what kind of save is it for slow? Uh, wisdom. Wisdom. Yep, he is going to fire another guiding bolt off. 14. 14 does not save. However, the guiding bolt is going to hit with a natural 19 on the die. 
for 16 points of radiant damage. Mm -hmm. The liquid core die. I want one. Is it on your list? No, I want one. Put it on your list. And that is going to be his turn. He breaks free of the slow. He's, Volkir is no longer blinded or slowed. And we are to Naya in the initiative order. I'm going to walk up to him because I have the 15 feet and angle another line of lightning away from Seol and Nevan and fire it at him. Death save 13. He fails. With that so two. I get 2d10 lightning damage. And that's an 11 total. Uh, this particular lightning breath, as it hits him, it blasts a huge crater in the crystal uh, that makes up the chest plate. He is not doing well. Say, oh. Wait, I get wisdom saves for You do, the for your slow. Slow. Uh, 21. That succeeds. You are no longer slowed. Okay. Okay. Um. Oh. <laughs> As he takes his attack of opportunity against you. Maybe you shouldn't run. That's why I said wait. Okay. Uh. Hmm. He's not looking good. You might. I mean, you could try yeah. a damage spell. Either is say old. Though. I know, but he's gonna get attacked if he moves away, or attack if he stays there. Oh my! I need to look grasp? at my sorcery stuff. Do you have shocking grasp? No. That was a great look on the facial expressions <laughs> on both players. Why didn't you Hellish Rebuke when it hit you? I forgot I had it, honestly. Okay. I don't use it very often. That's fair. Because I'm usually not getting hit. That's fair. <laughs> I play a lot of sorcerers. I know. They're also my favorite You class. don't have shocking. <laughs> <laughs> Thunderwave. <laughs> Look zippy. Looking at you, zippy. <laughs> it was uh, a good spell. I don't know. All I know is I walked away from the table <laughs> okay, and I came uh, back. I'm and gonna we were do running for our lives. Quicken spell. If it'll load, there we go. Um, and then quicken another second level. Chromatic orb. Uh, it will just be a straight roll because it would have disadvantage, but there are two different sources giving it advantage, so it will just be a straight. You just roll one d twenty. Why would it be disadvantage? Because it's a range because spell it's a range it's spell oh, up okay. close. Yeah. It's over twenty. I don't feel That's like doing math. That's gonna really hit a lot. Kill it, kill it, okay. kill it. Um, what element? Lightning works. We know it does. Yeah, I'll do the lightning. Okay. D8. Uh, 
just out there being a god. No, I have multiple <laughs> beings, don't worry. <laughs> that's just kind of a random D8 that happens to be in my dice bag. Well, that's a lot of D8s. <laughs> Second level chromatic orb, man. 22. Did you just do 22 points of damage? Yes, I did. Way to go. Woo! All right. So you're still up. As the chromatic orb leaves your fingertips, it enters into the same crater that uh, was caused by, by Naya shooting her lightning breath at it. As it does, it burns in, and you see the shocking energy zap to every part of its being. You see fault lines begin to open around the crystal. There's the sound of glass shattering and echoing in the room. And the golem in the effigy of Sildrian Valdorian falls to pieces of crystal at your feet. Nicely done. Good job. Are these sword and or shield in there? Yeah. I will drop to my knees and take some calming breaths to end the rage. Very well. I'm gonna heal myself. <laughs> Just cure wounds on myself. Guys, my spleen is showing. <laughs> Guys, um, my spleen is over there. I know. But Naya would say it. Yes. And telepathically, you'd hear, I'm working on it. Yay, <laughs> 11 points. Drop bear form. Relax and... I am one point under half. Yeah. Help. Drop bear form. Walk up to Sayul. Look at her and go, I'm doing this. Him. And cast Cure Wounds. Yes. Him. Level two. Sayul is a him. Okay. Yeah, I'm too supposed to roll. It is 2d8 plus whatever your spellcasting modifier is, which I believe is plus five. So you have like a 20 in your wisdom because you well, rolled Well, you also nuts. have the moonsicle that does something for healing too. Yes. Yes, the moonsicle adds to the healing. I have a plus seven, which is the I rolled a four. Because it's on her hip, so she's touching it. All of that moonbeam damage should have been plus one as well because of the moonsicle. It's all good. I, I mean, he still died. Moonbeam okay. was a pretty clutch spell in this one, so. You're going to get an extra d4 to the amount of hit points. So give me a second here. 11, 15. If you if you even roll a one, I'm up to full health. Okay. Plus the spell casting ability modifier. So your wisdom modifier. Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm plus seven or yeah. plus five. I'm I'm up to so full yeah, you've got yeah. like I'm twenty good. points. We good. Anybody else damaged? A little, but I'm fine. Yeah, I'm at forty-five out of fifty-three. You good, fam? <laughs> 43 out of 48 here, so we're mm -hmm. good. Ryo's good? 
I'm at full health. Cool. Don't I'm at like two spell slots. 32 out of 35. Yeah. I'm good. Eslin is then going to turn to Abriel and be like, we passed your test. Yes, you have. What now? That was the baby. <laughs> ah! <laughs> so more ghoul shows up. You have done well. Actually, you have all exceeded my expectations. Come with me. Sale's just crying a little bit because he didn't want to do that. <laughs> I liked the little girl. There, there. <laughs> I'll be back with Sale. Come with me. There are answers that all of you will receive on the next floor. But Eslin, there are things I can only share with you. And I will give you all of the answers to, that you seek and give you the truth that you deserve. And the rest of the party is hearing her say that? Yes. Okay. She never really left the room. She was just kind of there, partially visible. Yeah, but sometimes she only talks to Eslin and they think yeah, she's crazy. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> we don't actually think you're crazy. It's just funny. I think you're crazy as the DM. Oh, well, sometimes you have to be. Honestly, though, I think crazy is better than sane. <laughs> Will you follow? And she turns and puts her hand against the crystal doorway and it shatters. Eslin kind of winces a little bit at the crystal shattering, <laughs> but yes, we'll follow. And she offers you her hand. Eslin takes it. <coughs> and proceeds to lead you down the pathway to the third floor of this dungeon. And that is where we will call it for the night.